Hello, friends. I have some exciting news. I'm going to be a speaker at the PodFest Global Virtual Summit, where podcasters will share their tips and tricks in launching, marketing, and maintaining your podcast. There will be over 300 talks, and the summit is taking place online from August 10th through August 15th. I have two talks scheduled on August 15th, one at 10 a.m. Central Time, and the other one is at noon Central Time. My first talk is about the four things you need to consider before you launch your podcast. You'll get good tips on developing your personal and social why, how to create a business plan, even if it's just a one-pager, conduct a SWOT analysis, which SWOT stands for strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, and a launch and interview schedule. My second talk is about making your podcast relatable, educational, and teachable. I will highlight my top three most downloadable episodes and what makes them most shareable. The link to the event is in my show notes. I hope to meet you virtually at the PodFest Global Virtual Summit. Hello, friends. This is the What is Public Health podcast with your host, Dr. Ki Chan. What is public health? To me, public health is the invisible force that keeps you healthy every day, and I bet you didn't even know it. This podcast is your source of the latest trend in public health. And for folks out there working in public health, yay to you. This podcast will help refresh your skill sets, upskills, reskill, and get the latest tips on professional development so you can do your best work serving the public. And we're also going to hear stories of people impacted by public health and different career paths from our guest speakers. So why did I start this podcast? We need you. That's basically it. Public health needs you. Public health is the art and science of improving population health through policymaking, programming, and assessments of your needs. But we need you to buy into it. Often I get asked the question, what do I do? I say, I teach public health. I work in public health. And then I get a one to two second blank stare. Then I ask, you know what public health is, right? And their response is usually, kind of, it's about going to the doctor and getting healthcare services. And my response is, yeah, kind of. The goal of public health is to focus on preventing you from going to the doctor by keeping you healthy and fit to live your best life yet. Who am I? Well, I'm Dr. Kishan. I have a degree in public health. also a master's degree in management. And I love teaching about public health. I love teaching about management and leading change in public health, working and collaborating with different individuals, nonprofit, for-profit, industry, pharmaceutical, state government, you name it. I work with so many people. And that's what I love about public health. It's a degree of many traits. You learn to collaborate because one person can't fix public health. It's teamwork together. So friends, can you believe it? It is the month of August, 2020, and that means we're only four months until we reach the month of December, the end of the year. This year, 2020 was not as we all expected. With the uncertainty of the coronavirus pandemic, the economy, uncertainty, and our employment status, we're all feeling a little stress, or maybe a lot of stress. Even though we cannot change our external circumstances, we can change our response and our mindset about our current situation. One of the most common questions I get asked is how do I maintain my peace in the midst of chaos? I say, I direct my energy, use my internal compass to direct my wellness map, my wellness plan. Just like a GPS navigator in your car, when you missed a turn or went on a detour, like we're detouring our plans since the start of this year, 2020, we reroute 
and we redirect our eyes to a new roadmap. With your internal compass, reroute your energy to live your own new roadmap for your health and wellness. I like to call this roadmap the seven dimensions of wellness. I taught an online course titled The Seven Dimensions of Wellness for several years at Stanford University, where I taught students how to create their own wellness plan, like a business planning. You are the CEO of your own body, mind, and spirit. In this special episode, you're in for a great treat. I will give you tools on how to create your own wellness plan based on my book titled The Wellness Plan, The DNA Guide to Healthy Living, which is available on Amazon. Stay through the end of this episode and I will share a link to a free wellness planner and details about my new online course on wellness. So let's first do some self-reflection. How are you doing right now? How are you feeling? There's been so much chaos and uncertainty since the beginning of this year, 2020. We can all agree on that. We have the coronavirus, COVID-19 pandemic that turned our entire world upside down and sideways. Then, recent social injustice circumstances highlighted the long-standing racism in public health. I bet you and all of us are feeling a little stress. In public health, we look at health and wellness from an ecological model framework. You're probably thinking, what is an ecological model? What's true for the individual health and well-being is also true for the population health. In other words, we just can't look at an individual outcome or health problem without examining the larger context that created them. Unlike the medical traditional model, public health models take a broader look view of health over lifespan. The ecological model highlights that our social and physical environment strongly shapes the patterns of our disease and wellness over an entire lifetime. It is a model of health that emphasizes the connection and the relationship among biological and social factors affecting health. So you're probably wondering, what are all these factors affecting health and well-being? Well, first, there are these individual factors, such as genetics, individual behavior, like the way you laugh. Has someone said that you laugh like your father? Or maybe from a medical perspective, is if you have a family history of cancer. Second, there are these interpersonal factors, like our social support, friends and family, and even your online community. There have been studies that show that your friends can significantly influence your eating habits more than your family can. Makes you wonder, are my friends making me fat? That's the power of friendship. Third is institutional and community environment, which includes your workplace, where you go to school, for religious services, and how you get around using public transportation or driving. Do you stress in traffic or ride the subway stress-free? Are you working in a hostile or supportive environment? And finally, the social, economic, and political factors such as the law and policy to regulate racism and discrimination can impact our health in an unconscious way. So now that you have a basic understanding of the ecological model that we use in public health, now let's take a look at your own individual health. I'd like to introduce you to the seventh dimension of wellness. I wrote a book called The Wellness Plan where I talk about each dimensions and tools on how to create a smarter habit to work on each dimension of wellness. The wellness plan will guide you in creating balance and harmony in your life. Let's discover your DNA blueprint and your internal compass to guide you through the seven dimensions of wellness. They are physical, emotional, intellectual, spiritual, social, occupational, and environmental. So why did I write this book? Well, it first started off as a personal passion project 
Based on my many years of experience from someone who actually didn't live a very balanced life, I was overworked, super stressed out, worried a lot. I even had lower back pain because I was so stressed out and I couldn't sleep until I took time to reevaluate my life. How is it possible that I have a degree in public health, working in public health and teaching public health, but yet not living the model that I teach in public health? I had to take a pause and reevaluate my own life. So I started to take time to do self-reflection. I started to do Pilates and yoga to help alleviate the pain in my back. And I took time to meditate, to clear my mind, to really figure out what is it that I want in this lifetime. And I started to invest in my own education, but more importantly, I invested in my own self-care. I'm going to spend a few minutes on each dimension and leave you a reflective question to think about. You'll leave this episode with some practical tools on designing your own wellness plan. And if you want to dive deep, consider getting my book. First, physical wellness. It's a sense of feeling connected with your body to move smoothly, gracefully, at full capacity. Physical wellness is the foundation of the rest of the dimensions. When you work on your physical wellness, you will not only help yourself move better, you will even feel better, which is your emotional wellness. You will think better, which is your intellectual wellness. You will serve others better, which is your spiritual wellness. You will connect better with your friends and family, which is your social wellness. You will work better and be more productive at work, which is your occupational wellness. And you will want to create a better world for all of us to live in, which is your environmental health, which is your environmental wellness. For this week, think about the type of physical activity that brought you joy when you were a child. Can you incorporate this childhood activity into your week? Here's my story. During the COVID-19 pandemic, I was super stressed out. I stopped going to the gym like everybody else. What else can you do? You're staying at home. Well, I created a different routine. It's okay that right now my physical wellness is a bit on the low side, but it gives me space and time to work on other dimensions of wellness for now. So it's not just only physical wellness. I can work on getting more restful sleep, eating better, trying new healthy recipes. Second is intellectual wellness. This is how we stay challenged and curious about things in life. Do you explore new hobbies with your creativity? Consider learning a new skill, read new books, challenge your mind by playing the devil's advocate. To function effectively under different conditions, Mother Nature created a two-part decision process called the Fast Brain System 1 and the Slow Brain System 2. The Fast Brain helps you make decisions fast without little thinking. You're an autopilot. When you get up in the morning, you have a certain routine. You brush your teeth, you take a shower without much thought. This helps you conserve energy, your thinking power, so you can use that power to do the hard decision-making tasks. Your slow brain helps you think through a problem, analyze the pros and cons of a situation. So how can you boost your brain power for both systems? You meditate. The practice of meditation will increase your sense of focus, empathy, and compassion. Set a timer for one minute, close your eyes, and focus on your breath. Just a simple act every day will increase your concentration and intellectual wellness. Third is emotional wellness. Emotional wellness is how we are connected with our values, beliefs, and feelings about ourselves, our experience, and our interaction between ourselves and that experience. How are you feeling about the current events happening around you? Sit in a quiet place. Sit with your emotion. 
Let them rise up from your heart to the throat and to your mind. Let it sit there for at least 90 seconds and then release it. Accept them, experience them, and release these emotions. Fourth is spiritual wellness, which is how well you have a strong understanding of your purpose in life. How to experience love, joy, and peace, and even sadness. Sometimes people associate spiritual wellness with religion, and that's fine too. Everyone has their own definition of spiritual wellness. Here's a fun exercise to learn more about your own spiritual wellness. List the people who have shaped your personality at different stages of your life. Now ask yourself, what impression are you making on others? Fifth is social wellness, which is how well we relate to our friends and family. One of my favorite books is written by Gary Chapman, and the book is called The Five Love Languages. There are basically five different communication styles. We each have a preference and are stronger communicating with one particular style. But what was most striking and surprising to me in the book is that we actually have the capacity to communicate with all five styles. It's a matter of choice and will and understanding. The five communication styles are sharing gifts, providing services, saying words, spending quality time, and giving personal touch. Six is occupational wellness, which is how well we feel connected with our purpose at work. Whether you're working at physical location or at home, or even you're a stay-at-home mom. A stay-at-home mom is a professional career too, probably one of the toughest jobs out there. Be mindful of the energy in your living space and workspace. When you interact with your coworker or a family member, evaluate the energy that you're putting out there and the energy that you're receiving from them. Is it positive or negative? If it's negative, how can you diffuse it so it doesn't impact your own energy level? Seven is environmental wellness, which is being aware of our surrounding and assess what motivates and demotivates us. Look at your surrounding. Remove any distractor toward your wellness goal. Your environmental factor can change your DNA. This is a type of an event called epigenetics. Your DNA, your gene, doesn't determine who you are completely. Your environment plays a role, a very important one. Your genes are like a stack of CDs. The CD player can turn up and down the volume. Your CD player is like your environment. It can highly express your genes or down express your genes. If your environment can impact your genetics, then what can you do? You can have boosters to your surrounding. For example, if you want to make a new habit of exercising regularly, place your running shoes next to the door or keys. Remove any possible distractor or delay in decision making. If you remember what we talked about in the intellectual wellness, you want to make your slow brain decision making into a fast brain mode, so it's autopilot. It removes the uh, hums and haws of decision making. I hope you're excited to learn the seven dimensions of wellness. Your individual health makes up the public health. That's how you can be a part of this invisible force called public health. When you're feeling and thinking and doing healthy things, people around you will catch on to you. Your friends and family will get healthier. Then it will be in your inner circles of friends. So remember, I say, that there was a study that showed that friends can make you fat? Well, then the opposite can happen too. You can make your friends healthier. Behaviors are contagious. If you're craving to really redesign your life for a better health, then here's a couple ways. You can get my book titled The Wellness Plan, The DNA Guide to Healthy Living by Dr. Ki Chan on Amazon. You can sign up on my website to get a free wellness planner. It's not the whole book, but it'll give you an introductory planner to get you started on your way. You can find the wellness planner sign-up sheet at my website, 
www.whatispublichealthpodcast.com. And third, if you really want to do a deep dive with me, I'm releasing a new online course called The Wellness Plan, which will go over the art and science of wellness. It will be a private online community. You know those studies I talked about in this course? You will have the evidence to back up your wellness plan. This course is perfect for anyone at any level, for health coaches who want to learn the science of wellness or medical professionals who wants to implement and share easy tips to their patient. You will be connected to my network too. You can sign up to RSFP for the launch of this new online course at my website at whatispublichealthpodcast.com slash online course. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on LinkedIn at Key Chan, PhD, MBA, and please subscribe to my podcast and share, rate, and review an episode that you felt most connected with. And my last golden nugget for you is to rely on your own internal compass to live your best well-designed life. If you got questions about any of the episodes, feel free to reach out to me directly. And while you're there at it, please subscribe to the podcast and share the episode that you felt connected with so that we could be a part of this collective invisible force called public health. Thanks.